Hey guys, it's Lucy and welcome back to Teen Speak Up. So today I'm going to be talking a little bit about some 2019 highlights as well as some announcements. So let's get into it. You've probably noticed that Amelia does not participate in this podcast as much anymore and that really isn't for any specific reason other than the fact that we are both very busy and can't really ever find the time to record an episode together. We came into the agreement that it would be much easier for us both if I would take over full time and host this podcast from now on and please don't think anything bad happened between us because literally if you follow like me on Instagram, please do, I love Lucy Ivy, um, you will see that I'm with Amelia a lot and we I probably talk to her every single day so really nothing happened between us. Um, we're just both very busy humans and couldn't ever really find a time that worked out for both of us to record. She really wanted to be in this last episode before 2019 was over, but she is currently in Costa Rica for the holiday break and isn't able to be on today's episode. We miss her dearly, but we are excited for her to do her own thing. We, we love her very much. Um, so Amelia, I know you're listening to this, so love you girl. Another fun announcement is the fact that we are hosting our very first event. It is called the Gen Z Leadership and Activism Summit. Um, And right now we're specifically looking for donations. Um, That is a big part of hosting the event. Our goal is to have everything by the end of January. So it would be amazing if you could help us fundraise. Um, And yeah, this is going to be an amazing, amazing event. I say amazing a lot. I'm completely aware. Don't mention it. Um, but we are going to have speakers, workshops, panelists, everything. It's going to be amazing. So amazing, amazing, amazing. Please come and please donate and please spread the word about this awesome event. And then the third and final announcement is that we are looking for team members for our political research and social media and marketing teams. So I will also leave the application down below in the show notes. So be sure to apply to be on our team. Um, We have a very fun and decent sized team. I wouldn't say it's small, but I wouldn't say it's big either. Um, But yeah, it would mean a lot to us if you guys would apply and we'll get back to you as soon as we can. Here is just a little bit of current events. So last week, Um, the president was impeached by the House of Representatives, and we still have to wait for the Senate. I personally don't believe that, um, Trump will be taken out of office by the Senate, because the Senate is made up of mainly Republicans, and those are the people that we mainly have to watch out for. Um, so I don't think it's going to happen, but hey, step in the right direction. I'm all for it. Woohoo. Go Anyway, so right now I'm going to be highlighting some amazing work that was done this year, as well as the awesome activists behind it. Um, I tend to say the words awesome and amazing a lot, so if it annoys you, um, please DM me other vocabulary to use. Okay. So in January 2019, the Wounds March happened, and that happens every year, and it's been happening every year since Trump was elected. 
And the Women's March is a women-led movement providing intersectional education on a diverse range of issues and creating entry points for new grassroots activists and organizers to engage in their local communities. And they do this specifically um, through trainings and outreach programs and events. And I really admire this organization very, very much. I know some people that are on the youth council of the Women's March and they love it very much. And I highly suggest that you march on January 18th of 2020. Going back to September of 2018, Greta Thunberg decided she wanted to strike every single day in front of the Riksdag in Sweden. Um, She inspired so many youth in doing that, and um, many youth across the world started striking, and the movement really started growing rapidly in 2019. Um, In March, more than a million people striked in about 2,200 strikes across the world. So in 125 countries, this happened. Um, and this was extremely powerful. I remember going to the September 20th strike, the March 15th strike, and the September 5th strike. And they were all, they were insane. It was, they, they were so good. And I'm so, I, every single time I go to a, a climate strike specifically, the amount of youth that show up, the amount of youth that are pulled together, that unite and, and just like scream at the top of their lungs and just talk about why, talk about what, why this movement and why this issue is so outraging that our politicians are ignoring what is right in front of us. And the fact that so many, so many government, so many governmental officials, no, so many government officials are like, oh, science is partisan. No, sister, it's not partisan. It's, science is fact. And something that I really, really admire specifically about the climate justice movement is that they're so consistent with their action. And they are consistently doing strikes, consistently doing protests and all of these different things. And something that I've noticed within um, different movements is that they just do one huge global event and then they stop. And that, that's not how things get done. That is not how our life works. That's not how the government works. The government won't just listen once and then do what you say. You're going to have to be consistent. And that's something that I'm learning with my work. And I can't just do one thing and then be like, oh, poof, look, look what happened. I, I did that. No, it, it takes a lot of work. And I think that the climate justice movement and people like Isra Hersey and Azalea Danes and Shia Bastida and like, all of these incredible, incredible activists that are putting so much work into this are just really just being consistent. And I think that that is incredible. And the climate justice movement needs more recognition because of their consistency. So the next thing that I want to talk about is the period movement and National Period Day. So the period movement is a organization that is found that was founded by Nadia Akimoto and it is basically an organization that is fighting for menstrual equity and the fact that there is one in four, the fact that there are one in four menstruators that cannot afford menstrual products is absurd. It should not be a thing. Um, and basically Nadia and her wonderful team are trying to put a stop to that, trying to cut the tampon tax, trying to make sure that there are more accessible 
tampons, pads, menstrual cups for people, no matter what they look like. And um, October 19th was the first, uh, the first ever national period day, and it marked a huge step forward in the fight for menstrual equity for all. Um, there was across 60 rallies in all 50, there was over 60 rallies in all 50 states and in four countries, which I think is absolutely incredible. Nadia is a great gal and doing amazing, amazing things. Um, and you all should follow Period Movement and Nadia. So I'll link them down below as well. Another thing that was absolutely insane was that on November 18th, Teens Take Charge, which is an organization that is fighting to integrate all New York City public schools, decided to launch their education unscreened their education un unscreened campaign which is basically um they are working to have strikes every week that are 1800 seconds long that represent all 1800 schools in new york city public school that are disproportionately affected by school segregation then um in december there was a conference called cop 25 which is in madrid i'm pretty sure let me just double check that um don't mind me yes um cop 25 was in madrid and so many amazing youth activists were able to speak including greta thunberg and then also um also Chie Bastida, so many awesome people. Um, and then, um, a couple weeks ago, Jane Fonda invited some youth activists from the um, from Fridays for Future in New York City to participate in her DC strike. Um, and a bunch of youth were arrested, and that was their goal. And it was a very powerful experience for many of the youth that were involved. And then I think another very important and just like groundbreaking thing is the whole like Nancy Pelosi, like in doing the impeachment inquiry and then Donald Trump getting like impeached by the House of Representatives was very, was was very powerful and just like, whoa, that really happened. Like not that we're, we're probably not gonna be passed by the Senate, but it is a step in the right direction, like I said before. And I think it was really awesome. And then I didn't mention this before, and I'm also really not going in order anymore, but um, I think a major moment for teen activists is when Greta was being um, named as Time Person of the Year. Um, because regardless of any controversy, it's a huge moment for teen activists. And although many people might not like Greta Thunberg because she's a wealthy white person, she is, she, she is changing the world, if you think about it. Um, and I think that was a, very much a step in the right direction for teen activism. And then I asked some of my friends who are also teen activists to share their um, activism highlights of 2019. And my friend Chabu, uh, Chabu Kampuba, I will send her, um, I will put her Instagram in the show notes. But, um, she said, this has definitely been the year where I've started to build my activism family, not just networking for the sake of projects like, projects like or learning, 
but finding each other, finding other teens my age, working on the same issue who can help me navigate everything from balancing homework and meet and meetings or having open conversations on ways we can do better. I've also joined more organizations, attended a few events, and learned a lot. And then another girl named Lila, who is not on the Teen, the teen Speak Up team, but does follow us on Instagram and is very much engaged um, in terms of just tuning in to podcast episodes and stuff, said that her activism highlight was starting her own podcast, which is called How to Activism Podcast, um, which is very cute, and I do like that. That sounds so condescending. No, I do think that um, she's doing awesome work, and you should definitely give her a follow. I will link it down below. Um, No, but like, honestly, this has been such a big year for teen activists. It really has. It's become... um, I feel like it's been a big year for teen activists, but it's also been kind of a rough one. Um, a lot of people are not in activism for the right reasons. Definitely get into that in another episode. Um, a lot of people just decide to become an activist because they think it's cool and trendy and they're going to get followers and stuff. And it, that's called a cloutivist and we don't, we don't stand. But... It is a thing, and it is very much an issue in our world, um, in the teen activism world, that so many, so many teens are doing this because they want followers and because they want to be known as, oh, that's the girl doing incredible things. She's so cool. I want to be her friend. Like, that shouldn't be the reason why you're doing it. There's so many other ways to get friends, guys. And quite frankly, it's very, very selfish. (laughs) To the people that are actually doing work and the people that are actually putting their heart and soul into this work, do this work for the right reasons. Uh, But it's also been a great year in terms of movements and stuff and events and we've grown so much as Teen Speak Up and I will say that another activism highlight for us is just the launch of Teen Speak Up um, on February 29th, no sorry, on February 20th, 2019. Teen Speak Up was launched and it's grown so, so quickly. I am so, so incredibly grateful for each and every one of you that are listening to this podcast or follow us on Instagram. It's insane how fast we've grown. We have so many, we have such an engaged group of people and we're so grateful for each and every one of you. Um, to those of you who have been on the podcast, um, I'll just name a couple people right now. <laughs> um, or actually, I'll name them all right now. Ava Monroe, Alex Hooten, um, Marley Mellon, Ruby Lerman, Pranjal Jane, Isra Hersey, Tiffany Torres and Sophie Mode. Ava Marshall and Lulu, O'Brien Rosario, and Michaela Gooby. All of you. That's not how you say Michaela Gooby. All of you. Every single one of you. We would not be where we are without our podcast guests, without our followers, without my amazing, incredible team. Sorry, headphone users. Um, I just don't know where I would be without any of you. So thank you so much. 
Thank you. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Be sure to tune in in 2020. We're going to have a revamp of the podcast. New music, new new intro, new everything. Um, so I will see you guys next Friday. Wow. What a year. What a decade. That's crazy that the decade is ending. Again, I hate to do this. I hate to plug myself. Please follow Teen Speak Up. Please donate to the Gen Z Leadership and Activism Summit. Please apply to be on the team. Nominate someone for a podcast episode. We have a lot of fun and exciting content coming your way. And I've never done like a fully solo episode. This is kind of kind of scary. I've had to re-record myself maybe 50 times and now Siri's going off. So that's great. But no, I really, really appreciate you guys. Each and every one of you means so, so much to me. So thank you. Bye.